Hello, welcome to Sinner Saint Sister. This is a space where searching, hurting, faithful, curious people come together and ask hard questions and listen to wise guests share how they have lived life deeply. There are a couple of things that you can do that really help out the show. One of them is if this episode is something that blesses you, can you please send it to a friend? Another thing is that if you really liked it, then could you please leave a five-star review and write something nice? You can follow along at YouTube slash Allison Sullivan for some really fun extras. Find me on Instagram at Allison M. Sully and TikTok at Sullivan Family TikTok. Thanks for being here. I hope you hear something today that lets you know you are loved and helps you love one another. Welcome to Center Saint Sister. I really adore my family. We are not a perfect family, but we do have a strong commitment to good communication, thick relationship, and delighting in each other. It feels important to me to bring people together. My work is often about bringing people together, and I do love working. I write and speak and have a podcast and put out fun, family-friendly content on TikTok. And it makes sense to me that bringing people together starts at home, sending messages that say, you are welcome here. Belonging is such a fundamental need that we often don't get. And if that's communicated through my home with my family, shaped by our faith, I will feel like I am living life right. So as I try to keep up what I hope is good, there are a few North Stars that I look to who are in the same quirky line of work. The biggest and the brightest star is Sheena Malwani and her lovely husband, who we will refer to as TRID, the real Indian dad. An acronym. Together, they poke fun and delight in one another and charm us all in their videos that highlight their playful relationship. This conversation has been a goal of mine for a really long time, and you're going to love it. Hello, Sheena. I am so glad that you're here, and I feel like I know you, um, and I know that that it's a common experience because we take in people's content, but I feel um, like there is something really revealing about your content because you share um, yourself and you share your family and you share the ways that y'all connect so generously, um, the ways that y'all find joy in one another, that it's impossible to take it in and not feel connected, not only to you and to your family, um, by observing y'all's connection to one another, but then also feel connected to each other. Like, you know, in the comments, this wonderful community. And so you are someone, I, I refer to you in the intro here um, that you won't hear here, um, as just this North Star, as someone that's oh. doing a little bit of what I'm trying to do, which is just bring joy through my family. Um, you know, it's, so this has been a goal of mine for a really long time. And when I want to say this before I, you know, officially welcome you, but um, there's something about connecting through joy because it's easy to connect over something that we don't like, like some shared mm -hmm. grievance. Mm -hmm. But the joy of connecting over what we do like, mm -hmm. when you look at it that way or when you experience it that way, anything else seems like a shortcut. And you just, take no shortcuts. You reveal yourself so beautifully and you're such a bright light on the internet, which can sometimes be a dark place. It's such a delight to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying yes to be here. Welcome. 
<laughs> Allison, you're like I'm crying. <laughs> I could not mean it anymore. Introduction. I could not be happier to be here. I'm so grateful to you um, because as you find joy through my content, I definitely find joy through your content. That's so sweet. Um, and your relationship with your mostly I see with your one son, yes, Silas. Yes. But I just you're 100% right. That connection through joy is so important. Yeah. And I am so grateful to have found this little pocket of mm -hmm. the social universe to be able to do that. Yeah. So yeah. thank you for having me. Thank you for saying all those nice things. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we need it now more than ever. Um, so you are a beautiful singer and songwriter. You are a charming and hilarious media personality. You're a joy spreader and a hope giver and a a, a sister, a mother, a wife, and friend. And I would love for you to introduce yourself to listeners um, by telling us a little bit about who and what you love. Oh, where to begin? Um, so it was a dark and stormy night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think I heard somewhere recently that moms, women, female sisters, we wear so many different hats, right? Um, my name is Sheena Malwani, and I wear a multitude of hats, mm -hmm. uh, but I found myself at the beginning of the pandemic, I found myself kind of really, really sad, like many of us, uh, just kind of not knowing what to do, not knowing where my North Star is. So mm -hmm. it's so sweet that you're saying that I play that role mm -hmm. for, at least in the way that you see me, but um, I found my North Star somewhere here on the internet where I found purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, I had been a stay-at-home mm -hmm. mom for many years. I had chosen to stay home as my kids were little. And uh, I, I decided that I was going to go back to work when my daughter, my our youngest, turned five. And then the world shut down. And I really felt like that was God's way of telling me, it's, this is, you're done. <laughs> you just, yeah. you sit at home and you, you're really good at being a stay-at-home mom. So you do that. Yeah, And my husband looked over at me and he said, what are you talking about? I see it as the complete opposite. The whole world is at home. This is your chance to make these connections. And thank God that he did that because wow. I turned on my little iPhone camera and I went live on a Facebook live and I had like 14 people come and listen to my little concert. I played like a human jukebox mm. and they would give me their requests in real time and 14 became 18 the next time and 18 became 22 and 22 became 30 and we capped out at about 43 <laughs> but one night when i was i had just finished filming and or i had just finished my live and i said you know tomorrow there's this song that's really popular i'll just record a little something and i'll share it tomorrow on instagram and i recorded that song if the world was ending you'd come over right and from the background stop, stop, in the stop. other room, <laughs> that voice that we're all very, very familiar with, he jumped in and he started ranting about how that was the dumbest idea if the world was ending. Who the heck is coming over? <laughs> and honestly, the rest is history. That's Gosh. how I started. That's how Gosh. I kind of found myself at the center of this like storm that is social media. And I found my purpose. So what is it that you were passionate about? Is What was it that you were hoping to get back to um, after your kids were gone? Were you hoping to be an internet sensation? Was that the plan? Absolutely. So I'm going to start by saying 
I am not funny. Like, I'm not the funny guy in this operation. <laughs> um, I'm a singer and a songwriter, and I have been writing music my entire life. I sang my last show. I was eight and a half months pregnant. I was singing in okay. the band at the House of Blues. Like, I would turn sideways, and I have this big belly, and I would uh -huh. stand forward. And I, I did, like, sing in wedding bands, and I sang with friends that were trying to make it big. And I, I thought eventually I'd release an album of my own, and I'd start mm -hmm. touring and, like— I wanted to be like Adele, Justin Timberlake, Christina yeah. Aguilera. Like I wanted yeah. to, I grew up watching those guys on the Mickey Mouse Club and I wanted to be that. Yeah. And then I had kids and then I was like, I don't really want that anymore yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I don't want to leave my kids. And I love their hustle and I love what they get to do for the world. But I was like, mm, that's just not yeah. me. Um, so when I came back to it and I said, I want to go back to work, I didn't really know what that looked like. Right. And I was kind of navigating a little blind. Uh, I was kind of, I have this saying that I remind myself of often the universe is infinitely wiser than I am mm -hmm. and it will guide me to where I need mm -hmm. to go. And so I kind of put my hands up and surrender. And I said, just take me where you want me to go. Mm -hmm. And I started to understand what the landscape looked like online. You know, back in 2010 or 2011, I was in the first wave of, was it 2010? No, it might've been even earlier. It was like 20, nope, 2007. Uh -huh. I was in the first wave of like YouTubers. Right. Oh yeah. That content. is early. Yeah. Yeah. Was, it was really early. And so I had a little bit of experience on yeah. social media, but there was no Instagram, Facebook, like mm -hmm. content creator was not a job. Right. It was just like people dabbling and looking to see where their communities were. Um, and so I spent a few months just trying to understand what that looked like. And I put together a video of myself and where I had been for the last few years. And I put it up on YouTube, which was my platform that I had like, I was so proud of myself. I had like 10,000 followers, oh, which back yeah. then was huge. Well, yes. Um, and I put that up and it got like, I don't know, 17 views. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's really sad. But then there seemed to be this tipping point with lockdown and pandemic, right? Because like yeah. our lives were becoming more and more destabilized through yes. through all of these atrocities, you know, this cultural upheaval. And so we escaped. You know, it, it reminds me of like the string quartet as the Titanic is sinking. Like yes. we're just going to, we're just going to play this music or we're just going to tap dance through wartime. We're just going to TikTok through pandemic. Like that's what yes. happened. <laughs> 100%. That gave me a that gave me a little shiver because that yeah. is the visual that I would often feel like I was just part of that string quartet as right. the ship was sinking. Yes, yes. And so so, so some people, you know, um, it, it's just what we did. And, yeah. and if we, I'm curious what your thoughts are. Like, what were we after? What is it that we were all running to this place for during that time? Because yes, there there was YouTube. Yes, there was Facebook. Yes, there was Instagram. But there was something different, I feel like anyways, as a partaker of a, a, couple, a couple of different platforms, there felt like there was something different about this one. What do you think? Do you agree with that or not? Do you, what yeah, do you think I, that difference 100%, is? 100%. And I think for me, it was connection. And yeah. I think it was all about, this is why I sing. This is why I write. This is why I think that I am the kind of girlfriend or mother or wife or daughter 
that I am because mm-hmm. I thrive on connections. Mm-hmm. I thrive when yeah. I'm connecting with my people. And I was really fortunate to grow that circle of my people from just, you know, mom, dad, husband, kids, brother, sister, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I yeah. I grew that circle to be able to connect with so many more right. souls, yeah. you know? And to me, I think that that's why I did it. That's why I kept doing it because when you can hear from somebody that said, I was really in a bad place and your video or your song or your yeah. voice yes. brought me something. Yes. It made me feel something yes. that that felt like purpose to me. Absolutely. And I'm convinced this is science. I mean, I'm not very sciencey, but I think that being playful is so connective. Like I, I really think that there's there's something to that. That so in this way we were we were after some collective therapy. <laughs> we all needed we all needed some therapy, and we needed to laugh because there were so many things that we just couldn't take the whole of, you know. And so yeah. um, TikTok was this. You know, if you think about the platforms, if Facebook is kind of this biographical space, you know, to kind of document your family maybe, and then Instagram is this place to be beautiful, you know, to kind of curate your life and and pictures or whatever. And then if, if Twitter is your hot take, you know, like your strong opinion, um, I really feel like TikTok was this playful place. And there's something about playfulness that just draws us to one another. And so when you think about what does it mean to be playful, it does require a certain, um, sense of freedom, you know, or, or, and security or se- yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Like 100%. we're just going to kind of accept one another. We're going to yeah. do this weird thing, <laughs> you know. And and quite honestly, I feel like I've I've done that all over. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I first started thinking of Instagram as this place that was really pretty and curated. Mm-hmm. And yes, I thought of Facebook as the place where I would share just like my family pictures or document mm-hmm. like my whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have a hot take on anything. So I wasn't on Twitter. <laughs> same. Right. We are the same. <laughs> but I, what I found was that people really connected with us being ourselves. And that's what brought me to TikTok in the first place. But that has, yeah. that is what has continued in my, all of my content, whether it's this podcast or whether it's a conversation with people or whether it's social media, whatever it is, yeah. I bring I don't know how to bring any other version of myself. I right. am this is me. Right. Well, and that is unique about your content. Well, so okay, so first of all, we're all drawn to this place where it's like, hey, everything sucks, but you can learn this dance and we can laugh about it together. How we all thought we were dancers in high school, but turns out this is really hard, you know, or hey, like the world is about to self-destruct, but we can put some snail goo on our face and we can at least be pretty while yeah, you know, yeah. it all goes up in flames. But um, in that in that collection, there was an experimentation. Like nobody really needed to be perfect. It was like let's just try this thing because what the hell else is there to do? You know, there was the exactly. that component of what else is there to do, and things are pretty bleak. Like yeah. so, let's kind of let that pendulum swing this other way. I I have my question for you is how are you balancing um this wildly successful you know TikTok channel and and social media presence and still being a person in this 
world with the real life because and here's the like the important part of the question to me a lot of what people love about you is that it isn't curated just what you're saying what you brought to each platform is just it's kind of my life like yeah. the thing that went viral was just a real snapshot of what it looks like in our home so how are you balancing this very real life that you have mm-hmm. um versus all of the people that are watching you it's, do this <laughs> you know you want the god honest truth yes very poorly <laughs> Like there is no formula. There's no perfect formula. I just, I show up wherever I can. I do what I can. I miss emails and I am late for things. And my kid, like I have a kid home from school today because she got up sick and it's real life. And I share the good. And you've been gone. You have been busy. I've been gone gone gone. all week. Um, Yeah. You just, the way that I see it, whatever I'm doing in that moment I just try to be as present as I possibly can in that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the only way I can do it. That's the only, like if I'm editing, I am editing. I am here and I'm editing. And yeah. if I'm yeah. doing a podcast interview, I'm here. You get yeah. however long that we're sitting here, you will get all of my undivided attention. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to go upstairs and then I'm going to sit with my kid and I'm going to just give her my undivided attention mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. however long I have. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the best way I know. And and that's not to say that I don't drop the ball or that I don't make mistakes or that I don't show up sometimes. I I'm human. Yeah. Um I feel like you're really good at finding joy. There is nothing like a Sheena throw your head back and laugh. Like you <laughs> Um it is it is the most you know, it's kind of it's contagious. It's kind of like watching someone yawn. <laughs> It's yes. like, <laughs> you're not going to yawn alone. You know, it's like Sheena's not going to laugh alone. There is just no. something so captivating and lovely um, about your laugh. What are the things that bring you the most joy? My family, like my husband <laughs> and my kids and music. Um, I was really, really fortunate this past weekend uh, to be in the studio again. And I, I just every time I'm there, I remember just how much joy it brings me. Um, but it's a different kind of joy. Mm. Uh, my husband and my kids are really like, I think we really are like that. Like sickeningly laughy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. And people ask me like, do you guys laugh all the time? No, I don't laugh all the time. I'm not laughing every minute of every day. Yeah. I actually have a lot of like moments where I'm frustrated and I have a lot of moments where I have a lot to say. Mm -hmm. And my sister tells me all the time, like, I wish people got to hear this side of you where you're like mm. really insightful or, and I'm like, yeah, mm. but pe- there's so many people that are insightful. Yeah. How few, like fewer people are able to just laugh through frustration or laugh through insecurities or whatever. Um, so I truly find my joy in my home, laughing with my kids and my husband falling off chairs and like spitting your water out onto the floor. And like, we have done all those things. My husband made my son laugh a few months ago so hard that he threw up. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And then oh they fought gosh. about who has to clean it up. <laughs> it's your fault. You have to do it. Oh That's my gosh. That's what he told his dad. He's like, it's your fault. You have to clean it up. And uh-huh. this one was like, okay, I guess I'll clean uh-huh. it up. And But 
that's where I find my joy, but I find my joy with my family. I find my joy in, I like to cook. So sometimes when it's not imperative to feed little mouths, I <laughs> like to just kick back and actually enjoy the process of cooking. I find yes. my joy with music. I, I think you just yeah. find your joy within. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of music to write and perform? Uh, it's really like storytelling for me. Mm. It's all about like telling my if I'm having a fight with my husband, that's what I'm going to write about. If I'm having mm -hmm. a moment with my kids, that's what I'm going to write about. I like telling mm -hmm. my story. Um, mm -hmm. And it's very, it's always slow. People always tell me like, can't you write something faster? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, not writing too. bangers. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going to hear in the club. But I'll write you a story that you will connect with mm. in your heart. Yeah. I Do you remember, it's okay if you don't, I have an answer for this. So I wanted to ask you if you don't have an answer, it's fine. But do you have as a kid, like the first song that made you feel something? Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a Celine Dion song. Um, Cause I'm your lady. And you are my man. Oh, love it so much. That was the first time that I realized that you could write a song. I wasn't necessarily feeling that in that moment. Yeah. I yeah. realized that you could write a song about just how you feel. Huh. Just like your true authentic. And then and soon after my grandmother passed away and I wrote a song about that. Hmm. Well, and even like to connect because you weren't even experiencing that yourself. But now all of a sudden I can imagine it because you did it so well. You performed that so well. What's yours? Yeah, the first song that ever made me feel anything was Tracy Chapman's um, Fast Car. Um. And and that was not, you know, my experience, um, anything autobiographical for me at all. But I could just imagine that. And I felt for her. And I, it, that meant something to me. I, I can, yeah. my friend was making fun of me. It wasn't a deep moment for her, but I was just, I was feeling it and it was like, be someone, be someone, be someone. Mm -hmm. And she like looked over, like she was not having the same experience <laughs> with the yeah. song. And she was like kind of making fun of me. And I'm like, that means you don't get it, girl. Like, I, you know, yeah. it was one of those things. It was like, it's okay if this is just mine, you know? Yeah. And so it's interesting. It, it, I had um, emotions about it being remade recently. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of feel like some things need to be left alone. Um, and then that performance the other night was just gorgeous just oh, breathtaking yeah. so absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah that's what i love about music um and that's why as much content as we've been creating through the last few years as much as i've laughed and as much as people see me as a comedian i'm like okay and i'm a musician and mm -hmm. i'm a musician because when i sing and i look into somebody's eyes as i'm singing i can feel that connection yeah I can feel that my words and my voice and my music are making the listeners feel something. Yeah. And there, that is a gift. That is something that was given to me and I want to protect that. Yeah. Yeah. It feels completely otherworldly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. That, that, that is a beautiful way to explain it because if you don't know that craft and you don't know that connection – it's really, really hard to express. Like I, I almost feel connected to a higher source and mm -hmm. it's like, I'm, I'm sharing that with the listener. Yeah. I, I love to write. And so the only way that I can relate to that feeling is when I have created something um, written that I love and it always feels 
um, in spite of me. <laughs> it yeah. always feels like, oh, you finally stepped out of the way. <laughs> yeah. You finally quit trying to, you know, force something down or think something up. You just kind of relaxed yeah. a little. And so yeah. I would, when the baby, when the kids were little, I would wake up in the middle of the night and write because that was when I was least critical, you know, yeah. and I could just like more effortless, effortlessly just let go a little bit. Yeah. I always feel like these these pieces, whether it's written poems, uh, articles, music, songs, they're already there. It's just we're the vessels for catching them, right? Yes, chasing there. something down. To, yeah, yeah. We just have to get out of the way. And sometimes, like my my most favorite songs that I've written, they've come out in a matter of not even an hour. Yes. Isn't that literally I sit and I just write it and it's like the words are just there and I'm just, my hand just kind of moves with the lyrics. Uh, Um, I know know And those are the best kinds of songs. Yeah. Okay. So when did you, did you always know you could sing? Like I was four. Yeah. Three or Uh. four. And they, like the teachers would tell my parents, like she's, she's got something. (laughs) And I, I remember somebody somebody asked if I would sing in a choir and I said, no, it's it's not very cool. Like, I, I don't think I want to do that. And the, the teacher, the director actually called my parents back and said, I really think that you should send her. And they're like, send her to what? And I hadn't told them because I didn't want to pursue it. And she said, she did an audition today. I just heard her sing happy birthday, but she's really good. I think that you should send her. And they're like, um, when were you going to tell us that? You got invited to sing in this choir. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. It's not cool. And my dad said, just try. Just try it. And if you don't like it, don't go. But just try it. And I loved it. And I never turned back. Ah, I love it so much. So yeah. I um, cannot sing at all. Babies cry, dogs howl is always my like little tagline <laughs> about how. Although I wouldn't change it. And here's why. First of all, I think that if I could sing, it would make me a jerk. I think that it's how I would introduce myself. It's how I would walk into a room. I would be completely obnoxious. Um, But the other reason I wouldn't change it is because it makes me um, really uncritical of it because I'm just a receiver. I just, I love it so much. I would imagine that if you are a musician that you would be critical you would hear things right or wrong or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't know at all. I just love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It comes with its pros and cons. I mean, I've studied yeah. a lot. I've studied music for a long time. I went to school mm. for it as mm-hmm. well. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, there are things that I hear people do and I'm like, oh, I think I, I think I want you to do it like this instead. Um, but <laughs> I also think that there's, as you get older, you just learn to appreciate beauty in everybody's approach. Mm-hmm. And especially as a mother, I have learned to just check my judgments at the door. Like mm-hmm. that judgment cap gets hung up as I walk into a room and it's like, you do you. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, before we move on to how we can support you and where to follow and what new music and new podcast you have coming up, <laughs> um, I want to ask you two silly TikTok questions. Do okay. you have a pinch me moment with TikTok, like um, where someone very famous started following or you do. Okay. Yes. What is it? I do. I do. Um, so there, there have been a couple of moments, but I think the coolest one that like really like it was a pinch me moment. Um, that first song that I sang that if the world was ending. Mm-hmm. So JP Sachs found that mm-hmm. took the song and like 
sang the the lyrics that my husband was like ranting at me. He sang them back over as a duet. It was like a full <laughs> circle moment. And then when he came to Boston, he invited me out to go and see a show and I got to meet him in person. And it was just, it was lovely. That is that was like a so full, fun. Yeah, it was like a full circle moment. Oh, that is gorgeous. I think, yeah. I don't think I was quite on yet. I don't, I didn't see any of that. I, I have read about it, um, but that is just beautiful. Okay, another silly TikTok question. So my algorithm teaches me things about myself. I think it knows me better than I know myself. And so oh. it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that I would love baby monkeys. But as it turns <laughs> out, I love baby I monkeys. <laughs> um, parrot TikTok, a blast. I want to come back as a parrot and like, so I can say whatever I want. Like, so is there anything that your algorithm has taught you that, oh, turns out I'm really into that? Do you want to know something crazy? I really don't you're not on TikTok very much TikTok much anymore <laughs> because it just takes up so much of my yeah. time. Yeah. So I the last time I checked, it taught me that I really liked um dad jokes. <laughs> Fair enough. And puppies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And a lot of like we I get a lot of couples comedy uh-huh. um on my feed. But I have to put limits on myself because I, and it, it it's sad because that this way I don't get to see new content and new creators right, and that right. kind of thing. I yeah. have to rely on people sending me stuff. Um, and so what I've already put in my bag of people that I like to follow, that's who I'll check in with every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But it's otherwise I just, I, I lose too much of my time scrolling. Yeah. No, I get it. I actually, it's, I am not on TikTok near as much as people would would think that I am. I really, really relate to that. Yeah. And as a mom, where do you have the time? Like, you have kids, you have Mm -hmm. so much to do. You have a podcast, you have a full-fledged business. Like, I just, Mm -hmm. I I don't have, I I don't have the hours in the day that I would love to have to do all these things that I want to do. And a family that really enjoy, like all of our kids are athletic. And so they're all really active. Yes. We really enjoy each other. And I'm, I'm yeah. so grateful. I, you were talking about, you know, being caught laughing. And I, one of my descriptors in, in non-obnoxious situations is we laugh in our house more than we do anything else. And I'm yeah. just so, so grateful. And that does take time. Yeah. And yeah. I will, I and will you take that any, <laughs> absolutely. Any you can't help little people form their personalities without having those moments. Yeah. Like yeah. your son, that guy is a force of nature. Like he is just, every time I see him, I'm like, I, I take it almost as a reminder that if you put into your children, yes. It grows, it blooms, it, yeah. it blossoms. Yeah. And so yeah. I want to give you. my kids as much of that as I can because yeah. it's possible. I see it. <laughs> mm, thank you. That's a wonderful compliment. Okay. So what's coming up? What's new? How do we support you? Where do we follow? Tell us all the things. We're mega fans and want to be good mega fans as we you, shout about what you're up to. Uh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I am Sheena Malwani everywhere. So if you just like put in my name in every single platform, my full name, Sheena Malwani, you'll find me. Um, We recently started a podcast. It's called Sheena Interrupted because Uh I actually (laughs) cannot get out one entire sentence without being interrupted. (laughs) Um, It's a lot of us just having fun and 
sharing more about ourselves because there's only so much you can fit into a short bit of content. Um, we talk about parenting. We talk about our lives. We talk about our relationship. We talk about the things that we've wanted to share, but just, mm-hmm. again, one minute is just not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is Sheena Interrupted on all the platforms. And um, I have music coming out this year, which is really yes. exciting. I have new music. Um, so Sheena Malwani on Spotify and Amazon and Apple and all the things. I cannot wait to, um, I don't know, just be someone in the crowd rooting you on. I um, have been cheering for you for a really long time. It's a really big honor that you said yes to be here, especially since you've been traveling and you have a sweet (laughs) little girl that's home. Um, You and Trid, which by the way, sadly, I only just realized this was an acronym. (laughs) The real Indian dad. The real Indian dad, yes. You and Trid, um, Trid bring so much love and joy to the world. And um, when you share that with us, you not only bring us closer to you, but you bring us closer to one another. And I'm so, so grateful because the world so desperately needs uh, bright lights like yours. So thank you. Thank thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so sweet for saying all those things. And I almost feel like, again, the universe is infinitely wiser than I am. Mm. Somebody up there did that. I didn't (laughs) do that. I just was the... I was the vehicle through which it all mm-hmm. kind of came together, but, or we were, um, I, I do think that my husband has this innate ability to make people happy. Mm-hmm. And we've spent a long time just kind of fostering that. And mm-hmm. this is like a beautiful way for the world to get to hear how funny he is. And yeah. Well, and to let people know that joy is possible in your home and mm-hmm. you might not have grown up with it. And that's okay. You can hope for it. You know, this yeah. is this is something that that can be available to you. And so I just think yeah. about the love and light that that brings also in yes. um in hoping for a joyful relationship, a joyful partner. Yes. And and I, I will just say one more thing. In a world where now we're so critical of ourselves and it's hard to be female in this space, mm-hmm. it's hard to be at this time with kids, it's hard to find new friends at this age. Like I, I think it's really important that we learn to take ourselves a little lightly and we learn mm-hmm. to just laugh through the hardships. Mm-hmm. And we just because I'm laughing doesn't mean I don't have hardships. Just because I smiled doesn't mean that I haven't had a fight with somebody. I'm not faking it, but I'm just, I'm choosing to laugh through it. I'm choosing to find the joyful moments within it. Right, right. I, I try to say that in the comments every now and then. They're like, oh, you know, what what it must be like to be in a perfect relationship. It's like, no, no, no. There's a lot of yeah. apologizing. <laughs> there yeah, a is a lot. Lo- yeah. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of time and effort, but it's certainly yeah. worth it. Well, 100%. thank you. Thank you for thank being you. here. I hope that we can stay in touch. You are such a, a wonderful, wonderful presence in my life. Thank you. Go snuggle with your little girl. <laughs> Have a happy rest of the day, Sheena. Thank you. Hello, Beefinator. How are you doing? <laughs> Hi. I'm glad to we, be here. We did a little pre-gaming. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry. We were just cracking each other up off air. Okay. So, hello. I have a question for you, and okay. I want you to be um, as honest as possible without being mean. <laughs> okay. For real, am I the only reason that you are even on social media? You can be honest. For real, 
you are the reason why I got onto social media. Okay. I stay there by choice. <laughs> but no, I definitely like, how would I not be on there to see just you? If I, I mean, that's enough reason to be there and all of your content and all the places. But I have learned to see a lot more value in it besides just coming to see you. I'm glad I'm there. I'm not ever vulnerable. Like I'm not brave enough to like put a lot out there, but I have like come to learn and appreciate a lot about what's there. Uh huh. That is the honest answer. Okay. Well, because you are like Seth, you know, there are just people in my life that are not interested in these kinds of things, um, do not appreciate these kinds of things. So I was just curious, like now that it's been a minute, now mm -hmm. that like <laughs> that we're just in this together beef, if you are secretly resentful, I mean, so if you're so and I hear you saying that you're not. Right. So, so what are the things that you do appreciate about social media? Oh gosh. I mean, I love the easy stuff of just keeping up with people that I wouldn't otherwise keep up with. I love being stretched and seeing people's ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, most of their ideas, not all of their ideas. Sometimes <laughs> that I can don't go both ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And then I think obviously there's an entertainment component of it that I mm -hmm. enjoy just seeing what certain people like Sheena are putting out. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's lots of positive things. Yeah. I don't, I, I see it as a very positive thing. Mm -hmm. Um, it is, it is interesting all that we're exposed to, uh, you know, now that we're not just yelling from our porches, you know, that we yes. really have. Yes. Um, so you have pretty good boundaries, I would say, yes, around how you use social media. Is I that because... So is that because it's not really a temptation for you or you just adhere to really good boundaries? Probably the temptation. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe some boundaries. Like you people, it's easy for me to think about like putting down my phone an hour before I go to bed because I know that I will like continue to reel on something. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think it's a, as giant of it. And, and, the, and the things that I choose to expose myself to are mostly positive. Like I don't, politics makes me angry. I know that. I know that there's people in my life that I don't want to know certain of their thoughts so that I can continue to love and appreciate the things that I want to love and appreciate them. So I think that makes it easy for me to have boundaries as well. Mm -hmm. I'm um, mind blown a little bit because, uh, you, well, it's, you're going to be disappointed. Why? Okay. You just said, I know that there will be things that I reel on. And it just occurred to me that that's why they're called reels. So, um, okay. Um, so we really admire Sheena. We, yes. we both love her and you love yes. her separately from me. Like, you know, Sheena and you know, yes. the real Indian dad trid and they are hilarious and playful and lovely. And so I wanted to ask you, are there ways I, I feel like one of the things that makes them so alluring is that mm -hmm. they're playful together. Yes. And I think that there's a foundation underneath playfulness that is something that we're all attracted to. Um, I think in order to play, you have to feel safe. Like you're mm. not, you know, there's a foundation of, of trust. And, and so I think that to, to see a relationship, because you could tell yourself that it's just funny, but I think it's right. more than that. I think oh, that there sure. is a lot of safety 
in that relationship. So is playfulness something, I know the answer to this, but I'm asking like I don't, but is playfulness something that you have in your family? And if so, how, how does it show up? Yeah. So gosh, um, I think that just being, I think another reason why there playfulness comes across the way that it does for me is that it's very authentic, right? It's very genuine. Um, and so and they, they don't take themselves too seriously. And I would say that that's like what I'm hoping for in our house. Um, so one thing that comes to mind is I am so quick to talk about my embarrassing moments with my kids, which are seems like a never ending supply of <laughs> stories, whether it's, I just want them to like never take themselves too seriously. And I never want them to like have shame of embarrassing things or feel uncomfortable, like that these things um, happen to them. And so whether it's like, uh, I was recently telling them about the time I walked through the high school cafeteria with my skirt tucked into my tights, like just bare buns across the whole cafeteria. Um, and they're so like, shocked by you know like that mom a was in high school and then b like showed her right rear to the whole entire school <laughs> so just let them know that they're gonna have that embarrassing moment happen you know a million times over and i don't want them to ever take themselves too seriously and they're not when the only one they're yes. th- yes. you were not alone we are all <laughs> no. having these moments that we wish we could have back on um, the daily yeah. I I love that because I when I think about the ways that we're silly, there's usually like song or dance. Um and um, in, incorporated there's a lot of kitchen dancing. Um uh-huh. the latest one, I might make a, a reel out of this. Anyways, Seth is trying to teach Amelia a line dance except so and we all have we all have roles in it, right? So it's like yeah, Seth yeah. will usually start it. My job is kind of the Sheena role, which is to just laugh. And then it's Silas's job to be a little bit skeptical. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then, that. and then Amelia's going to join in. Ren and Amelia are going to join in and then they're going to hope Emmanuel joins in. And then, um, Blaze is like watching to see the whole thing and where he can either amp it up yep, or shut yep. it down, <laughs> depending on how entertained he is. Okay. Whatever the cherry on the top needs to be, he's there for it. <laughs> That's right. And so I, had this moment of this last, cause it was just a couple of nights ago that this, it was a line dance. It, it's a good time. And I thought that it was, I had one of those realizations that this is a core memory. Mm-hmm. Like our kids are going to remember. And so, and then I was thinking about, I think that the memories that you tie to laughing, like there's something about mm-hmm. laughter that Absolutely. is super connective. Sheena and I were talking about this a little bit and the ways that we are laughing together as a family, I think is going to go down in the record books. Yep. Yep. Like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's just that they have so much outside the home to deal with and process and handle as mm-hmm. do the adults. Right. And mm-hmm. good memories are just such a comfort. And that, that's what we want our home to be. Right. Is like this yeah. like fortress of playfulness and lightness um, and safety and genuineness. Um, and that is exactly what it seems like her home is like every single day, all day. I'm sure it's not, but that's right. what she brings yeah. out in everybody. Exactly. That her stuff. Exactly. And, and yeah. lets us know that it's possible if you've never had it or experienced it. Right. And it can shift you, right? Like you look like, even mm-hmm. if you're like in a serious place or a heavy place or whatever, and you look at her stuff, I mean, it just brings a lightness to you. Like it's contagious. Yes. Infectious. Yes. We need it. We need it so badly. And we can all be playful in different ways. I love seeing your family um, be joyful and silly too. We um, always have a good time. It's always, it's always a loud, rowdy house when we're together. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. It. Love you. Have a happy love day. You. you too. Bye. I am so, so grateful for you, listener. If you liked this episode, could you please do me a favor and hit subscribe and leave a review? It really helps the show grow and I would be so appreciative. Thank you so much to our guests who share their gifts so generously with us. And a special thank you to Taylor Schroll, who does so much behind the scenes to make the show great. If it weren't for him, I would still be in my closet with my iPhone. You can follow along at Forte Catholic as well. That's Taylor's show where I show up now and again. And to keep up more regularly, please follow along on Instagram, at Allison M. Sully or TikTok at Sullivan Family TikTok. See you next week. Today's show was a production of Allison Sullivan in conjunction with the Forte Catholic Podcast Network. For more great Catholic podcasts, head on over to ForteCatholic.com slash podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.